It's Thursday, May 19, 2011. And all this hearing is about is providing a justification for tax increases. Big oil's big subsidies survive the Senate. Federal investigators find, quote, deviant practices by Massey Energy. Faulty equipment at Japanese nuke plant also installed in U.S. nuke plants. Plus, Saturday is the end of the world as we know it, so drive safely. Good advice. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Should oil companies give back all those tax breaks? Yeah, as soon as the seagulls give back all that oil. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Tez, it's a very busy day today in the green news world. And as if all of that is not enough, the world is scheduled to end this weekend? Yeah, it's kind of like a disaster whiplash, don't you think? Ask me in a few days. Putting profits over people. That's the charge in a scathing new report just released on the Upper Big Branch Mine disaster. The first detailed government investigation led by a former federal mining regulator says the accident was, quote, man-made and preventable and blamed what it called mine owner Massey Energy's corporate culture of, quote, deviant practices. 29 miners were killed in the explosion at the Upper Big Branch coal mine in West Virginia just over a year ago on April 5th. It was the worst U.S. mining accident in 40 years after a spark ignited explosive gases and coal dust due to an inadequate ventilation system. While the report also blames state and federal regulators for failing to more aggressively enforce regulations, the report says Massey Energy failed to maintain basic proven procedures to protect the lives of miners and allegedly falsified reports and deliberately disabled safety equipment in what the report called, quote, a culture bent on production at the expense of safety. This culture, this deviant culture, was headed up by now-retired Massey Energy CEO Don Blankenship. Was he named in this report specifically for no, his deviant no, practices? No, only two low-level employees have been indicted so far in this accident, and that's for lying to federal investigators. Moving on to Japan, faulty ventilation systems also played a crucial role in causing the ongoing nuclear nightmare at the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant, and plant officials had prior warning. Faulty ventilation equipment failed to prevent a dangerous buildup of explosive hydrogen gases, leading to explosions that severely damaged the containment structures of three reactors at the Fukushima plant. According to newly uncovered documents, the plant officials were warned years ago of the problem, and similar ventilation equipment is installed at numerous nuclear plants in the United States as well. That's troubling indeed. It reminds me of the warnings that we're getting now about the blowout preventers for deepwater oil drilling, and yet the Obama administration is approving more and more permits for this type of drilling, despite the warnings about the very blowout preventers that failed last year in the BP oil disaster. We can't say we haven't been warned on these items, and yet, no doubt, when they go wrong... We will. And speaking of big oil, big oil gets to keep its big subsidies after all. The Senate this week rejected legislation that would have repealed $21 billion in tax breaks over the next 10 years for the five biggest oil companies at a time when they're getting record gas prices and record profits. The legislation failed on a procedural vote after a threatened filibuster, but the vote wasn't just along party lines. According to data from the Center for Responsive Politics, those senators who voted to keep the oil subsidies in place 
also received about five times the campaign cash from the oil industry as those who voted to get rid of the subsidies. And three Democratic senators voted to keep those subsidies, Mary Landrieu of Louisiana, Mark Begich of Alaska, and Ben Nelson of Nebraska. However, big oil failed to get expanded drilling out of the Senate. In a nutshell, the way that you reduce prices at the pump for American consumers is by increasing supply, particularly domestic supply. That was Senator John Hoven, Republican of North Dakota, repeating on the Senate floor the false mantra that increased domestic drilling will lower gas prices for consumers. He was speaking in favor of controversial Republican legislation to expand domestic drilling in the Arctic, the Atlantic, and the Gulf of Mexico. The legislation would have forced regulators to speed up the permitting process and included a provision that would have automatically approved new permits for drilling within 60 days, even if regulators had not had time to look at the application. However, Senate Democrats held together on that one, and the legislation failed. Read about that and much more at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. But you better read it quick, because we hear that this Saturday, specifically May 21 at 6 p.m., Jesus Christ is coming back, and the world may end, at least according to a fundamentalist preacher in Boulder, Colorado, who has purchased billboards all around the country to advertise the big day. So read it quick, and while you're at our website, please consider a donation to help sponsor the Green News. Just leave us whatever you have left over in your will. It's unclear what will happen when Jesus comes back, so Desi may be back here next week without me or vice versa. Until then, have a great weekend. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your, maybe final, Green News Report. It's the-